Uh, your Ravens have a big one this weekend against their rivals, the Steelers. They do. I, I think that's close, and I took the under in that. I got it at 36. It's gone down a little bit. Every time those two teams play, the Ravens are a disappointment to me, though, man. And this is coming from somebody that really thought they were going to have a great season. Starting eight and three last year, they're eight and four before. There you go, celebrate. Go ahead, Oklahoma there touchdown. Please, no flags. No flags. I think we're good. You're good. Too early to go for two, right? I mean, you kicked the you kicked the extra like, what is three, it, three thir- yeah. thirty-seven. Nah, yeah, too don't, don't okay. go for two. All go right. for the extra point here. It was sixty-five and a half. So now that we're at, uh, as long as he makes this, we're going to be at sixty-four. We're cashing tickets. There man. you go, cashing tickets, baby. Cashing tickets. We're two and zero on overs for the day in college football. Let's hopefully make it three and zero. I'm because you're. On Texas, Washington. <laughs> I am. I'm with you. Let's go. There we go. I'm really hoping that my uh, Ravens division t- uh, ticket cashes. I don't yeah, think it's going no, to. Yeah, no, I don't think that's going to. Look, yeah. that Ravens-Steelers game this week, man, that, that teaser leg with the Steelers plus eight and a half has to be like the teaser leg of the year. They always play each other close. That Ravens offense isn't good enough to beat anybody by nine points right now, especially the Steelers on Sunday night when the Steelers are still trying to make the playoffs or trying to get Tomlin over 500. I mean, the Steelers teaser is the way to go. As for Ravens AFC long shots, I mean, you know how I feel. If the Ravens run the ball and they commit to it, can beat anybody in the AFC. There's no doubt in my mind. Ever since Roquan Smith has come over, that defense has been fantastic. Secondary is finally starting to play much better. See, the secondary had to adjust because they went from Wink Martindale who, if you watch any Giants games this season or old Ravens games, the guy blitzes on every yeah. third down. It would drive me insane. They bring over Mike McDonald, who was the Michigan defensive coordinator last year, plays much more zone, different kind of defense. So they just had to get used to it. Now that they are looking much better, Marcus Williams, their safety's back healthy. He's a ball hawk in safety, gets interceptions. So they're playing better. The defense is good. They they just they need to run the football. Lamar's obviously got to look like Lamar. I mean, if he's out there limping and and everything like that, then that's a problem. But Nick, I just I, you, until the Ravens can show me that they can run the ball, stick to it, and somebody can beat them, there there's no reason for me to think that they'll ever lose doing that. I mean, all their losses this year have been by five or less points. They've led by nine or more points in every game this season except one. All they do is get leads on people, and then it's whether or not they close it. And that's when Greg Roman isn't even getting the best out of his offense because he throws it way too much. You're a big fan of Greg Roman, I know. Oh, my God, he's just the worst. (laughs) But I really do think there's value this year in some AFC long shots because doesn't it just feel like we have created this pecking order in the top three in the AFC in the Bills, Chiefs, and Bengals? Yep. And we're all convinced that one of those three teams are going to make it out of the AFC that maybe it just feels like year that the Ravens or Chargers get to the Super Bowl. I mean, it could. The Ravens are 11-1 to to win the AFC. Chargers are 14-1. to You know how I feel about the Chargers and the football they're playing right now. I just love hot teams at the end of the regular sure. season. If More than anything, it's to maybe win one playoff game. It doesn't mean going all the way you know, to the Super Bowl. That being said, I mean, if you look at some of the long shots that are sitting right now at BetMGM in terms of their odds to win the conference, to go to the Super Bowl, the Ravens are 11-1. to The Chargers are 14-1. to uh, you got the see. This says Dolphins plus two ten. That's definitely got to be wrong. So that's Dolphins twenty one twenty one hundred. Yeah, there think, we yeah. go. Thank you. I was mm-hmm. like, that's that's not the right number there. <laughs> Missing a uh, zero. Yeah. Jags. I mean, plus thirty one hundred bucks. Eleven to one for the NFC. Packers thirty four to one for the NFC. Mm-hmm. I would probably lean Ravens over all of these teams. That's that's assuming that Lamar Jackson comes back and he's ready for the playoffs. But in terms of 
teams that are more long shots, you know, double digit to one, however you want to phrase it, uh, you know, to, to get out. I feel like they they're the team that still makes the most sense because they can get healthy again having Lamar Jackson under center, and that's going to make a huge difference given from what we've seen where they are right now. Definitely, yeah, and it's just we got to see what Lamar looks like. I mean, I just worry, Nick, when they were facing this scenario, and I talked about it on the last couple shows, when he had a long layoff and he came back in the one playoff game against Tennessee back in 2019, he didn't look good. So I'm really hoping he can play against Cincinnati because they need to get him that those game reps. They need to get, give him those live reps. There's been report that Lamar's doing everything he can. He's getting treatment. He's going to the facility every day. He's trying to get back. Everybody thought he would come back against Atlanta last week, but that was like the high, high upside of the injury. The timetable more so is like the Cincinnati game or even the first round of the playoffs. I, I, I just, I hope he plays against Cincinnati. If he has to go into the playoffs with all that time off yeah. and go into a game like that, I'm not going to be happy. And uh, I wouldn't feel good about the Ravens. Now, if they play Jacksonville or Tennessee, that's obviously going to benefit them because you don't want any of those top three teams. That's why the AFC playoff seeding is so big this year, especially for those top three teams. Because if you get the number one seed, not only do you get a bye game, but you probably are only going to have to play the winner of Chiefs Bills. You, you don't have to go through both teams to get to the Super Bowl. So, like... If you're the three seed and you're Cincinnati and Kansas City's the two seed or whatever, you're going to have to beat Kansas City and then play Buffalo most likely to go to the Super Bowl. Whereas if you get the one seed, you get the bye, and then you're probably going to only have to play one of them to get to the Super Bowl. So it's just, it's huge to get that one seed this year. Yeah, when you mentioned Lamar Jackson too, the one seed, yeah, I'm actually glad. I think we talked about this a little before. One, I'm glad the NFL expanded the playoffs. One team should get a bye. We don't need two. One team gets a bye. That's all we need. The team with the best record in the conference gets the bye now. I love it. You've added in an extra team, which allows for more fan bases, more teams uh, to be excited about the last couple weeks of the regular season. And the Packers, we normally wouldn't be talking about still being in the playoffs, but now it's part of the conversation. Massive catch there in that Florida State game. How ridiculous was that that catch? Good Lord. The throw was unreal. And then the one-handed snag, and he was juggling it too while he had a defender all... He basically Whoop. rested it against a defender to make that. It just oh. yeah, just on. Oh, and then he stiff armed him, pushed it. Beautiful catch. That was. This is the, that's Whew. when the ADD kicks in in this show. Yeah. Where I just can't help it. The that was nice. Isaac Okoro dunk, and now this catch. But yeah, I, I, I am more of a believer in avoiding rust versus rest. Like you know, there's always that debate: rust versus rest for the last game of the regular season, going to the playoffs. If you got a buy and you're doing, you're giving guys off, and then they've got essentially two weeks. That's way too much. Pro athletes are are creatures of habit. Yes. They like their rhythms. They like their routines every single day. On game day, there's a certain way they approach each kickoff time. They know what they're doing. You want to bare minimum simulate that at the end of the regular season. So if you're sitting guys out week 18, give them a little bit of time, maybe early. In a, just treat it like a, a preseason game. Give them a couple of carries, a couple of just run, run some routes, get out there, hit somebody, just something in week 18. Even if the game doesn't really matter, just so they can at least be in a position where they're going through the same routine and it doesn't feel like a jolt to the system for one week and then you're back on it the week after that. Yeah, no, it, all good points you bring up. I want to talk about the Jags, too, at 31-1 to win the AFC. Nick, I'm not as high on the Jags as everybody. You know, they've had some nice wins over the Ravens and the Cowboys, but both of those wins were miracle comebacks. Ravens game, they had no business of winning. Cowboys game, they had to race a 17-point deficit. 
And then you look at last week against the Jets. I mean, they played Zach Wilson. Congratulations. He only scored 19 points. So I'm waiting still for them to do it against some real teams. We saw them play the Chiefs like two months ago. Didn't look good in that game. Obviously, they had a rough start to the season. It took them a little bit to get going. But I know everybody kind of sees this Jags team as like a sleeper team and all this. I'm here to tell you that's not happening. If you want long shots, take the Chargers and the Ravens. Those are the two teams. Of all the teams that could get the seven seed that we've talked about, I think the Jets are probably the team out of that core that I wouldn't want to face just because of that defense. And now that Mike White's back, obviously better option at quarterback. The Jags are a team with a bright future, but not in yes. the AFC this no, year. No. They're going to be the next team, though, that we talk about yes. where it's great Very AFC future. talent, great quarterback. This is, this is again, I, this is why I say this is Trevor Lawrence's rookie year. Mm, because yeah. Urban it's Meyer true. ruined the entire team. Jags true. cashed in on the over in the 6.5 win total from the offseason, so I'm happy about that. I think this team has got a bright future. I just would not lean Jacksonville doing anything when they, once they get to the playoffs. They'll be a one-and-done team. They'll get in. They'll get the experience. They'll probably play a close game, whoever it is they play. Mm-hmm. you got Doug Peterson. He has the experience, knows how to get those guys ready. But there's nothing like actually getting the game experience for a young team to really grow from that. So we'll see.